Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday. November 14th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the future class of gaming, a.k.a. the OK Beast Blessing, Eddie Oye Jr. What's up, Greg? Not much. How you doing? Doing all right. Yeah. A little tired this morning. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. Okay. Like, it's not like I didn't get enough sleep. Like, I went to sleep at the appropriate time. Sure. 11 p.m. Okay. Like good, oldie. good, good. I got, I got good sleep. I'm drinking coffee. Like, I'm doing everything right, and I'm still kind of a little bit groggy. I it's been a it long is. year. It has been. And, it's, and somehow, it's almost over. It's and also wi- like getting into the winter time. We're just naturally sure. getting sleepy. Yeah. sleepy. I will say daylight savings has also messed me up a little bit, too. Dark. Yeah, because it gets dark real early. Yeah. And, it, I mean, I I think I, I am more of a early riser than, like, a late night sleeper. Right? Yeah. Like, especially when the sun is up by, like, 7 a.m. Because that means I'm up, right? Like, I can't I can't sleep while the sun is shining bright through sure, my window. Of course not. Which yeah. I like. Like, I like the fact that I'm being woken up by the sun. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, my nights are just weird now. Like, this is what, by 5 p.m., I'm like, I can't do anything. Like, there's no happiness <laughs> left in the day. What am I supposed to do with this? You can't go play sports, that's for sure. Yeah, it's too cold for soccer. They're trying to figure out what's next. There's yeah. been a whole back and forth. Because yeah. I'm like, yo, let's do kickball. And then Katie's like, well, let's do volleyball. There's no soccer league for the rest of the winter. At least there's no. Is kickball indoors? No, it's outdoor. I believe it's outdoors. Um, but like there's one soccer league left and it's on Friday nights. And I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm going to sacrifice every Friday night for the rest of the year. To go, to go lose play every game. Yeah, to go lose yeah. 13-0. See who breaks a leg this time. No, yeah. No, I ain't about that life. Um, and so I think I think the move is that we're going to play volleyball, which is indoors, which I much prefer because now it's getting colder in the sure. time. And then come New Year, I think we're going to go back to soccer. What do you think your volleyball skills are? I, uh, one to ten. One to ten? You got the set, you got the bump, you got the spike. I'm going oof, one to ten. Personally, I'm going four. Okay. Yeah, I know how to play. Like I know the appropriate. Like you know, I can. Doing this thing. I can set. I can. A little bit of this. Which way? Which one? No. Bump. Yeah. Bump. Set. Spike. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I can. I can do. I can't really spike because I'm. I'm. You know, not that tall. But like yeah, yeah, yeah. the. I. I know the motions of volleyball. I know like the rules to volleyball, sure. and I, I feel like I'm competent. But I'm not. I'm not the person who you're picking first to join your team. Sure. You know, I'm not getting the levitation on my jumps to like get no. over the net. <laughs> levitation, like that. Holmes. That's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah, I, don't yeah, yeah. The, I don't have the. I don't have the levitation stat. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not putting that myself that high in volleyball. Are you, are you a volleyball player? No, never. I was at one of those gym classes I hated. You played volleyball in gym? Yeah. Oh yeah. They we, never did volleyball. We bowled. You ever bowl in gym class? In elementary Bowling. School. It was yeah. elementary school and it was makeshift. And that's like, I, I think I almost failed gym that year just cause like, I can't score bowling. It just doesn't make sense. This is nonsense. Were they grading you based on how well you bowl? <laughs> no, that's, not how well you bowl, like scoring and all that stuff and knowing the oh, rules and all yeah. that garbage. Mm. What other Fucking sports do you do? In, in I'm surprised gym. that you were surprised by us of volleyball at gym class because that's where I learned like the whole like uh, the set spike and all that stuff. We had a whole like volleyball like block essentially for like two really? months. I remember. I guess. Yeah. Well, now now that I think about it, our gym was always well, not always, but like our gym had um, semesters where you can pick what you wanted to mm-hmm, do, mm-hmm. and 
now that I think back, it was more so split by gender where all the girls would do volleyball and all the dudes would do f- football. And so I was playing football outside the park for my gym class or I was doing basketball, like yeah. one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I could have done volleyball if I wanted to, but I don't know. I let gender roles <laughs> control me sure. at that sure. stage of my life. Yeah. You ever look back and be like, damn, I would have been surrounded by all these girls. I mean, yeah, but I, at that age, I was so awkward and so weird, yeah, and yeah. I'm still, I still am. But like at that age, I now didn't really like know how to, Now it's cute. Yeah, now it's like yeah, it works yeah. to my benefit. But yeah, back yeah, then, no, it didn't work to my no, benefit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, also, I did get to play volleyball at the park um, with like my group of friends, and so I still got that experience. And that's my thing is with the volleyball league, it's indoors, it's in a gym, right, hardwood floors, and it's just not the same vibe as what I was playing. Sand. Either sand or there was a park I played back in Champagne that was turf. Yeah, and like I felt good diving and doing all that stuff on that on that ground as opposed to doing. You're gonna like be hard. diving on the yeah, gym I wanna, floor. I don't want to. Yeah, diving on this hard floor, fucking get, getting boo boos and shit. Yeah, boo boos. Nobody wants. No, them. nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. You know what people do want? What's that? First, our Persona Five Tactica review news about Amazon gaming layoffs and so much more because this is kind of funny games daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news need know about. If you like that, be part of the show for free at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD with your questions, comments, concerns, and everything under the daily video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, just like Frankfurter, Turtle Colonel, and of course kai guy 91 are all watching right now uh if you're watching live you have a special job go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash games and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday however if you want the best kind of funny experience possible, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Kind of funny is an 11 person independent company in San Francisco and on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can toss us a few bucks and become a subscriber. You can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free. You can get as a video and MP3. You can get all the other podcasts ad free as a video and MP3. You can watch us record the other podcasts live as we record them. Just like today's kind of funny next gen podcast takeover of the kind of funny podcast you're doing call-ins i saw yeah you're doing like you had people leave your voicemail you can call and in and tell what's the dumbest shit that you've done is the question i love it so yeah we're I gonna talk we're gonna that. listen to your voicemails we're gonna have a good time that's gonna be a great one you really? can watch them record live patreon.com slash kind of funny yeah bear real quick uh question uh greg you you said that we're an 11 person independent studio would you consider us an indie studio i would, I yeah, would. we're definitely indie it's definitely indie but definitely of course indie. by everybody else's definition Giant bomb, very independent. You know what I mean? IGN independent. None of it fucking makes sense. So like, you're all monsters. Roo- 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 Don't Steve. even do it. You, Don't we wouldn't do call Roosh Teeth independent, right? I mean, I, I, but like, dog, apparently the word mouth. means nothing. It's like when they said literally doesn't even mean literally anymore. Mm. So it's just whatever. I'm saying, what, call whatever you want. Whatever you want. Dog bark. Dog dog barf. Dog barf. Dog barf. Independent studio. Apparently, you know what I mean. Doesn't matter if there's an owner and an owner and an owner on top of that. They're independent. Fair enough. We'll put them up for every fucking award. All right, cool. Put them up. Put them up against us because that's fair. We built this from the ground up. Me and you. We did. They're putting us up we against did. Me We built this fucking foundation for everyone to stand on, and you can help continue to build that foundation. And reinforce it. I'm not a builder. Uh, Patreon.com slash kind of funny. No, they, like re- re- they reinforce foundations. You got that right. Yeah, no, I got there in the end. Yeah, yeah just it was the spin of like, oh, this is vocab. Yeah, I like, what do you do to foundation? You know what I mean? Uh, of course, you could also go over there to get uh, everything out of free, which I said. Watch it live. Uh, more than 400 pieces of exclusive content in the past year. And of course, cool, exclusive merch. It's all there. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. We couldn't do it without you because we're a real independent studio. Not, not, a, not an indie or an independent 
that's owned by a giant fucking South Korean conglomerate. Now I'm not taking any yeah, park, and I'm not even insulting that like business model. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, mm, not that independent. Mm, but, but I no, digress. The game was made by 30 people or 20. I don't know the number. Or 100. Like or 100. people were looking at the the fucking credits. I'm like, I don't even know what this does. I don't even know what you want me to do. This but it's pixel art. You know, a triple A studio can't make a pixel art game. That's a simulator. Well, no, if, a simulator? no, they can. If they do it, then that's just an indie game. That's if not, Naughty Dog makes a fucking 2D pixelated Uncharted, that can be nominated for indie. So what about Sonic Mania? Sure, yeah. fuck yeah. it. Right. Independent. Cool. Back, yeah, back in the day, also, like put the it in for RPG Final. of the year. What's it matter? <laughs> oh, God, you're role playing. You're Sonic. You're running fast, right? Like, you're not getting stats. And What's in up. any of it? Fucking matter. The first six Let's go games, to fucking game awards and read what it is. All right, an it's independent game that is outside the traditional studio structure. Here's a fucking game owned by a traditional studio. But here's the thing: they're named Mint Rocket. That's an indie studio name. If they were just called Nexon when they made it, then it wouldn't be. But because they changed their name to Mint Rocket, you know, it's like Dog Bark. That's indie right there. Someone <laughs> needs to stop. That. We gotta stop Alfredo Diaz. I think we can all agree. Mm. Alfredo Diaz isn't he on Dog Barf? No, he's on Dog Barf. Dog okay, Bark. Okay. Dog Barf. Bark. The K. It's like the bark of no. It's like Arf. No, it's like a bark. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like him. Bark. It's him. Michael Jones. Yes. There's the really good-looking guy. Two that other I Trevor. Trevor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I love that you knew exactly what I was talking about when I said good Gorgeous. He's a gorgeous man. And there's another good-looking man. Because it's that thing where Michael Jones now is too muscular. You know what I mean? Is there such thing as too muscular? Like, now he's, he looks like he's about one day away from signing with WWE and going after Logan Paul. Yeah. And that's when it's like, all right, slow down. What do you got to prove? Trevor, mm. I'm like, oh, man. You could be a physician or you could be an internet content creator. Yeah, you know he's what just I mean? naturally good looking. You're just a good looking guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael worked for it. Yeah, but he worked too hard. Again, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> yeah, but like, is there why, such got, thing? why are you trying to look like How an can, anime you can't character be too good over looking. here? The thrust bucket and all this stuff I see and the hair. He's dying his hair and doing Jesus. all this stuff. He looks too goddamn good. Too good. There's no, no such thing. Thrust bucket is too aggressive. And again, term. to go back to it, like, how is Dog Barf doing? This is something we tracked a lot on Saw in Review. Mm. And you can tell not that well because Alfredo has nothing on his shelves. This man is pawning Alfredo, everything he also owns. also a very good-looking man. Yeah. Is that what we're missing? <laughs> good-looking people? Like, you're here. Do you, I am here. That's a good point. But I, I know, I'm not an Alfredo Diaz or a Trevor Collins. But that's why you're like, you know what I mean? You're in the, in the land of the blind. Yeah. The one-eyed man is king, right? So it's like, yeah, you, you don't have to look like a superhuman around here, right? Mm. You're next to me. I'm wearing a work shirt. I'm blue collar. I'm old. You know yeah. what I mean? You're like, fine. You, still, you look good. You got the beard. Thank you. I know yeah. I look good. Yeah, but I'm just you're good in like put... a seasoned way. Like you look exactly. good in a seasoned way. And then, but I mean, even so, then to really take it back, remember, of course, our audience, bunch of uggos. I mean, so fair. like they look at <laughs> us. You know what I mean? And like, and again, like I, you as uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know that I can't. God, they're working on technology. I'm sure, but I can't keep the PC gamers from watching. So mm. right now, there is one who goes like this. You know, the fucking Cheetos all over here. The mouse over here, and this is just in between whatever World of Warcraft Rady's doing right now. All right, on his on his 14th screen over here, he's writing some comment about how he's upset about Destiny. You know what I mean? That's I can't stop them from watching, but they look at you and they go, "What an Adonis!" <laughs> an Adonis. <laughs> I. It's, what's funny is that like. <laughs> Yesterday, I, yesterday I had somebody like coming at me on Twitter about like, oh man, why are you always ducking on Starfield? Like, oh man, you go too hard on Starfield. And I'm like, have you not listened to the years of Greg Miller talking about PC gaming? 
I'm going hard on Starfield. Listen to what Greg has to say about the entire platform. My favorite one, let it, slide. it happened recently. My favorite one, it was like such a great, like, wow. Wow. And not in a bad way, but just a wow moment. Mm -hmm. When Tim tweeted about the IGN article about uh, they're going to Best Buy is going to stop selling 4K Blu-rays or, or stop selling physical media or whatever the fuck yeah. it was. I responded, great. Now close movie theaters. Continuing my joke of like, oh, I hate movie theaters. I just want to watch everything home. The amount of people who just came out of the woodwork to be like, Greg, I work at a movie theater. It's going to put thousands of people out of a job. I'm like, sure. Yeah. Are you, why is this one hitting so much harder than me being like, all PC players are pedophiles? That one, you're like, yeah, that checks. They're that like, tracks. oh, we don't care about that. That's but it's fine. like, no, man. When he calls people Xbox, that's fine. When he says PlayStation invented trophies, Bible shoot, a movie theater. Wait, well, that's calm, where I draw the down. line. Where else am I supposed to watch the X-Men movie? How about some housekeeping? There's a new kind of funny games cast up right now, ladies and gentlemen, and it's the PlayStation Portal Review. You can join Blessing. Andy and Barrett for what I think, and I already slacked them all. A great podcast. I really, really enjoyed listening to this one today. I did a Greg way about how much I enjoyed listening oh, to it today. Yeah. So you'll get that oh, on Patreon I today. That. So I, I like. I, I felt good about the PlayStation Portal review, though. It was the thing where after I finished it, I was like, man, I wish I can go, go back and redo it because like. There are some thoughts that, you know, like you've had the review thing, right? Where we talk about. I don't know if I've so ever reviewed shit. anything. Yeah. Like, have, like, have you had it where you've reviewed something and you're like, oh man, I could have gone back and said certain things clear. Great news. P.S. I love you. is going to be our, you know, our, our week with PlayStation Portal. Mm. You and there me, you not Janet, because she didn't get anything. But like, we can follow up there. Yeah. You can have that stuff. Because like, there are certain things where, 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 you know, I didn't get to talk about like the lack of a case. And how much of an issue that is. David, I talked about it in Greg Wade today. Because yeah. I was at a stoplight and I just grabbed I'm like, here it is sitting shotgun. Yeah. I have exactly. nowhere else to put it. So it just sits like I here. keep wanting to take it back and forth from work and home. And I'm like, I at any moment, it's it's the lack of a case, plus it just seems so fragile. Cause it's a heavy, it's a heavy thing, right? And it's also yeah. mostly screen with a lot of edges. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, I don't want this to what hit. What we've got to do is, you know, I, I'm gonna I'll draft an email today to PlayStation and be like, mm -hmm. listen, we need two more. Just so we can have our PlayStation portals at work and our PlayStation mm. portals at home. <laughs> do you think they would do that? <laughs> they won't, you think we can get PlayStation that send us two more portals so me and you can own an extra portal? It, th that defeats the whole purpose of what this thing is. It's supposed to be portable. No, it's not. They want you to stay at home, right? They want you to keep it at home. I'll, I'll barter with them. Hey, have you made cases yet? <laughs> no. Give me another portal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, fair. Okay, That's no, it. See, now they I'm made on their side. own yeah. bed on this. No, you're absolutely right about that. And it'll suck because I think we have to jump in front of the line. Because like even Kevin out there mentioned that he doesn't have a PlayStation portal yet. Mm. And I was like, oh, is he waiting on one from us or is he going to buy one? And I'm mm. like, well, you and I got to bump ours. We also have a time. third PlayStation podcast host that doesn't have a PlayStation portal. Part timers though. I, you know what I mean? You're right. They're tumbleweeds. They could blow out. Here's what I'll say too. You know what I mean? Like give, cry me a fucking river, Janet. All right. Pick up your fucking phone and call Ben Hansen at Midmax. Why do I got to be mm. here? All right. Cause I'm Mr. PlayStation. Don't forget. Mm. I get poor. I can make a rain portals in this room. Don't worry about it. What are we even talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> New Gamescast. <laughs> YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Podcast services around the globe. Uh, we've seen your comments and we're happy to announce that Nerf Alice, his iconic shirtless Spider-Man t-shirt, is the premium collector's item this month. So you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Get that premium tier item and you can get the shirt that I'm trying to buy. Time. Oh, no. The, I, I can't pull up an show. image just because it's like way too deep into like the Twitter and shit. It's, Way too deep in the Twitter. What happens if yeah. I click this link? It's too deep in the Twitter. 
Yeah, what does that oh, mean? So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you got a hyperlink here. It's, it's golf. I was like, did I just link kind of like just the Twitter profile? No, I I, I didn't realize that you had linked it. I I had been just going to kind of funny's profile and just scrolling. Like scrolling. Oh, yeah, no, no, we tried to link it for you, Barry. We tried to gotcha, take care gotcha. out there. Uh, yeah, Mr. Hawk says he's wearing his uh, We the Trog shirt right now, which is a premium premium collector's item. So there you go. Go over there and get it. Nick's cute. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jackson Hampton, Delaney Nick's a good Twining, man. He, well, yeah. I feel like he can. Well, not when you show that picture. <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like he can compete with uh, Trevor and Michael Jones. Okay. Okay. Well, like if, if listen, if he went a bit again, harder at the jujitsu, maybe Michael again, Jones. You, I think both of you can compete with Trevor. Mm-hmm. Trevor is a good-looking everyman, but again, Michael Jones is literally in his super science stage right now. All right. Yeah. Have you seen this man? Do you follow? I, him? No, I follow. Him. It's I, that thing I, where I'm on Instagram. I'm like I'm uncomfortable with following. You. I should unfollow you. You know yeah, because I mean? you're seeing too much of them. And now it was just like, yeah, like I, I don't know where you're taking this and who you're gonna fight on <laughs> the moon, but I don't want to see it. Like, know? what are you preparing for? Like, what do, <laughs> what do you know that we don't know? Like, is Omni Man coming here? Uh, today we're brought to you by BetterHelp, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Eight items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Persona 5 Tactica reviews are in. Kind of funny has it own our own, but we'll tell you about it at the end. And so we'll start with the review roundup. Right now it's sitting at a Metacritic of 78. Uh, Leanna Hafer over at IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. When all is said and done, I had a really good time with Persona 5 Tactica. It's a smaller, easier, less epic experience than its JRPG Big Brother, but none of that spoils the adventure too much. The combat is quick clever, and exciting, even if, along with the writing and art style, it seems geared towards younger players or an overall more casual experience. Getting to spend another 40-some hours with my beloved Shujin classmates and bob my head along uh, to some of the best music and video games is well worth my time. Long live the revolution. George Yang is over at Game Informer and gave it a 7.25. Wow, out of 10. Says Persona 5 Tactica is a fun time for someone who's looking for a more casual strategy game. The Phantom Thieves are just as charming as ever, and the newly introduced characters mesh well with them. It's not an essential experience in the same way that Persona 5 Strikers was, but fans who aren't tired of Persona 5 yet will find plenty to like with Tactica. And then Henry Stockdale over at Eurogamer gave it a 3 out of 5 and said, Persona's never feared testing new directions through its spin-offs, and Persona 5 Tactica is one of the better attempts I've seen yet. It could be more ambitious, sure. In P-Studio's newcomer-friendly take on strategy high hides enjoyable if sometimes basic combat still an appealing presentation enjoyable humor and fine performances help deliver another happy reunion for the phantom thieves though its newcomers are my highlighters uh arena 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 and toshiro make great additions to the universe uh, through an emotive story helped by great chemistry with the cast while i'm not sure where atlas can take the gang next i'd love to see them all again Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to listen to a bunch of chuckleheads at other sites. You can listen to our chucklehead, Barrett Courtney. Barrett, you rolled credits last night. I saw your Slack about it. Yeah. What do uh, we think? What are you? What do you give? What are you giving Persona Five Tactica on the kind of funny scale? Uh, yeah. After twenty-seven-ish hours, uh, looks like rolling, he's grabbing blessing. Uh, <laughs> uh, after twenty-seven-ish hours with it, rolling credits last night. I think. And it's like that weird thing of giving it a score literally the morning after. Like, I rolled credits sure. at like 9.30 last night. I think right now what I'm feeling, 
I, I would give it a four out of five. I would give it. Oh, okay. I would. I would say great. this is a great game. Um, I don't disagree with uh, some of the other reviews that I've seen out there, where it's like. I think the story is serviceable for the most part. I think it uh, similar to the Q games uh, and Persona Five Tactica. I think is like kind of the spiritual successor to the Q games, which sure. were the DS the 3DS yeah. uh, kind of crossover chibi uh, games uh, a few years ago. Um, the story t- it takes a little bit to really like get you invested into really anything. Um, but it was nice to at least like see the the Phantom Thieves again and hang out with them and kind of like really see just like the the team on this game like have fun and be quirky and weird and a lot of the animations for a, a lot of just like the character art is just like really silly and goofy. It's a very unserious game at times, which I appreciate. Um, but eventually, like even though I was kind of soft on the story, like it did get me like uh, to tear up a little bit, like last night okay. in some of the final moments, like the, the original characters are charming. I don't think that they're as stand out as like Zenkichi or Sophie from persona five, uh, strikers. Um, but then on the flip side, here's the thing. Bless. Mm-hmm. I love me a fucking basic ass tactics game. I remember mm. Mario plus rabbits from six years ago, that game, I adored this game when like after you get into uh, after the tutorial stuff of like onboarding you with like their kind of take on tactics. uh, The gameplay, I think, is really fun and really addicting and so much to the point where it's like it affects like my like just how I think of uh, like just normal life where I'm like. If we're in the normal office, I'm thinking of like, all right, if I'm standing here and Blessing's standing there and Andy's standing over there, and then we all like take out Roger and we like we down Roger on oh our gosh. turn, then we can all do a triple threat because we're all surrounding him. Like the the way that they're able to just like kind of marry like the, the I love how of, well that description works for us because we know how we're positioned in the office. But I'm just now thinking like, oh, nobody else like people listening don't know where our desks are. Yeah, yeah. But what you said it. makes perfect sense. Idea. Like it's just like really fun, addicting, and yes, yeah, simple, but like just really effective gameplay where um, you know, kind of the all out attack in this game is called a triple threat because for um, when you're in the gameplay, you just have three party members uh, and you can switch between anybody. You don't have to just play as Joker the entire time. You can pick anybody in your party. Um, and if like you down somebody and then if you form like a triangle throughout the map, you can like do an all out attack, not just on the person that uh, the enemy that you downed anybody who's inside the triangle. So like just me getting addicted to just like the how much can I cheese this mechanic ty- uh, type of stuff and then just getting into the kind of the loop again of going into the velvet room. It's the, uh, sub persona system again, similar to the, the Q games. Um, but like, just like playing around with like different, like persona, like, uh, combinations and all that stuff is like really fun and addicting. I think my biggest takeaway from this game is again, going back to the story. I, I think I would have liked this game to be a crossover game, like the Q games. Um, my biggest gripe with the Q games though, is like how many party members, uh, there were in the Q games and I felt a little frazzled of like, Oh God, do I have to like start leveling up these people and these people like what's going on here? Um, but the thing that Tactica was, uh, really like, I think they would have solved that problem is like your individual members don't have levels. It's an, an entire like party level. So I think like this, this kind of game, I just would have liked to see uh, another kind of crossover thing. Cause even with like my love of Persona Five, Persona Five Royal being my favorite game of all time, I love the Phantom Thieves. Like this is where this was the first spinoff where I'm like, all right, 
I'm kind of done of just doing Phantom Thieves uh, stuff. Like, it was nice to hang out with them and all that stuff again and had these new original characters to bounce off of. But um, I'm either ready ready for something new or just lean into it and, like, just do a silly crossover. But, um, yeah, I had a great time with it overall. Uh, I think if you're looking for another, like, another simple take on tactics gameplay like Mario Plus Rabbids back in the day, um, I think you're in for a fun time for sure. Oh yeah, I when I, I so I got the code and I d I didn't play through it like you did, but I did start it. And the one thing that really stood out to me was the art style. I really like how the game looks. Yeah, it has a really cute, um, chibi look that like also that it is invocative of the Q games, right? But I think because it's on a actual like console and it's a PS5 game, like there's a sharpness and um like a certain like distinct look that it has that I think does stand out and yeah. made me want to keep playing. I'm not, I'm I'm the opposite of you where I'm like tactics so does not speak to me and i wish it did because i really like persona well, that's what that's the thing it's like it doesn't usually speak to me but like again i really got sucked into mario plus rabbits uh, the first one when it came out and then uh like even the second one like didn't really do anything for me but for whatever reason the this one like really yeah. got me in but yeah when i as soon as i started up i was like oh this seems like something that's quality like i i i, I want to see if i can play more of this but then i got pulled away by alan wake 2 and other games but yeah. It, look, it seems really cool, and yeah, I'm like, I'm happy to hear at the end of the day that you really enjoyed it. Yeah, like, the gameplay is just really fun and addicting and just, like, kind of, like, the puzzle solving of, like, how many, like, rounds can I, like, how, can I figure out how to do this battle in three rounds instead of, like, six or something like that, and uh, the nice thing about it is uh, once you're done with certain missions, you can go back and replay earlier missions, um, and now that I've beaten the game, like I've gotten through the story and all that stuff, uh, I have a save that's just kind of at the end of the game. So if I'm ever like, oh man, I, I need the, like, I need the itch to be scratched a little bit sure. and get back to that tactics gameplay. I can just go through and like go back and try to like three star, uh, certain missions that I hadn't in the past. And, um, yeah, I think the, the biggest compliment I can give this, I remember when we got code for this and I looked at you blast and I was like, I'm hoping this is like a 20 hour spinoff and not like a 40 to 50 hour spinoff. Cause that was the other thing with the Q games. Like I felt like they were a little too long for what they were. Um, and even like strikers, I, I felt was a little bit long in the tooth. Um, I rolled credits at almost 30 hours and I do, I will say, I think it was like worth the, the time, even though it was a little bit longer than I was initially anticipating. Um, and again, I think that's really just with the gameplay and then also the music, like the, there's a, a bunch of like new music that they did for, for this game. That's really, really good. Um, and again, just being able to see the Phantom Thieves, uh, again and hang out the biggest, uh, detriment to it, I think, and the story that's the biggest hurdle to get over, uh, like a lot of the spinoff games is how visual novel it is. There's sure. not, there's no social stuff that you're doing. There's no even like uh, dungeon crawling. It's literally like you do a bunch of story stuff and then you get into a tactics mission uh, and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of the biggest hurdle it's got. But I think there's something uh, I think there's something there for people who like Persona 5 and want to give like a tactics game. I got try. two questions for you, Bear. One's from the chat. Skycry26 says Persona 5 Tacticus seems like the perfect PlayStation Portal game. Agree or disagree? Uh, I would agree because I played the entirety of Tactica on Switch. Nice. So, I, yeah, I think it's like the perfect kind of handheld game. And then my question is, now that this is out, are you re-editing uh, Persona in review? Because you ranked and reviewed every Persona game, right? So now you have to go back and put this in. Yes, uh, that, that is the plan, and I've, I've talked about that. Uh, All right, we'll end the show right now so you can go do that. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, uh, 
we just came out with a every persona game ranked uh youtube.com slash kind of funny games yeah, yeah uh my plan is next year after persona 3 reload uh, comes out is to update that video uh to include persona 3 reload uh and persona 5 tactica in that video so look forward to that sometime next year now i put another hyperlink in here too this is the only thing i care about now that we have this done this is janet garcia's final game in fantasy critic of course i'm chasing janet I have a chance to beat her. She is our champion from last time around. Yeah. Barrett, you pointed out something interesting. Of course, the, the open critic is the score that matters here. There is no open critic page currently for Persona 5 Tactica. Mm, it'll get there. You think so? Yeah, because on Metacritic, it had, when I pulled it, it had like 78. 30, it had, well, it has a 78, but also had 13 reviews. And open critic, I would, I, I, I'm pretty sure is like more liberal with with the reviews it allows in yeah. so I'll think like maybe they're just taking their time processing those or getting those in it'd be great for me open critic if you're listening if you could just not do it because I could really take or if you're not you're an audio listener right now Janet has 150 points with whatever Persona 5 tactic is going to be if you haven't been following of course fantasy critic critic is like fantasy football we all drafted teams of games and then for every point above 70 you get a point for your team every point below 70 you lose a point uh, Janet has 150 points with one game Persona 5 tactic left to, po left to post I have 132 points with Super Mario RPG set to post and Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising. Mm. So I'm, I mean, if, if I, if Super Mario RPG can get me 20 points, there you go. Okay. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd, I'd be ahead by two points right now, depending on whatever persona gets. And then it's just a persona versus Grand Blue Fantasy runoff. I'll be honest. It's I'm hoping Janet beats you. Oh, of course. I'm <laughs> the know. Starfield thing. You know, still rosing the wrong way, even though I approved it. Uh, first off, but I'll, I'll, we I'll, can talk about that when we get there. All right. Is this up now? Yeah, it seems Damn. to be up, but there's like, just like, yeah, there's two reviews right now. Okay. Um, They're taking the time because like the iGen review isn't even on there yet. Yeah. Probably there's no like mm. images for the game. Like it seems like this is like just got built today being built as it goes. Yeah. The Starfield thing was within the rules again. Now, will, it ch will the rules change for next the year? The rules will need to change. That's fine. Yeah. But I played the game the way the game could be, could be played this year. And I will not be, I will not be guilted or, or I've seen people in the chat say, oh, they should put an asterisk next to it. Me and Gary made a trade. Yeah, but you traded a uh, promotion of his book. Doesn't matter. You didn't trade for a game. I gave him. In, I you gave, gave him, him money because he didn't understand how this works. Yeah, you gave him fifty dollars. Well, I mean, understood how it works. I, I don't mean, think he understands. Johnny Why would o he said, want the money? If he's not going to use says, it. Don't hate the player. All I'm saying is maybe next year for the X cast, I have a fighting chance. Sub me in for Gary. There's, there's going to be an asterisk. It's definitely going to be like in the NBA when they're playing in the bubble during the quarantine. Yeah, and that changed. I don't, I don't know much beyond I was that. Say, give me more sports facts on <laughs> it this. It changed one, the environment. <laughs> it was a different vibe, and we couldn't we couldn't count those wins. We do. We it counts. Put an asterisk. It counts because it was legal. It Andy was Cortez, all tell me if I'm wrong. Perfectly illegal. Don't even go. You know what? Don't it's get... like back in baseball when everybody was using steroids. Exactly. And they were running a lot more bases. <laughs> Janet, Janet's uh, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. All right. I'm going to win this one. But which nobody, one, which one nobody, of them used steroids? Oh, both. <laughs> Big okay. time. Oh, both of them did. Oh, my God. Are they I'm doing the one it? person here playing without any, any enhancements. Ladies and gentlemen. The enhancement for Kind of Funny, of course, is patreon.com slash kind of funny, where you can support the show. Get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free. Get all the other podcasts ad-free. Watch their podcast live as we record them. Of course, you can get more than 400 bonus pieces of content up there, like Kind of Feudy, like Greg Way, and, of course, Next Gen Podcast, which, of course, is taking over Kind of Funny Podcast today, which, of course, you could get on Patreon Live as they record it and have a great time. I digress. Right now, you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor. 
This episode's brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. I can't even count the amount of nights I lose sleep because I just can't stop thinking. My brain just won't stop talking. Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kindoffunny. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back with a sad story that is just the story of 2023 in video games. Number two, Amazon is getting rid of its gaming content channel amid larger games layoffs. This is Jay Peters at The Verge. Amazon is cutting, quote unquote, just over 180 jobs in its games division and making some changes to its games initiatives, according to a memo sent to employees by VP of Amazon Games, Christoph Hartman. The changes include shutting down its crown channel that streams on Twitch, closing its game growth effort that helps game makers market their products, and refocusing the work it does with its free games offered through Prime Gaming. Quote, we are proud of the work the teams have been doing, pushing into new areas with weekly content on Crown Channel and finding more ways to help publishers reach new audiences with game growth, Hartman wrote. But after further evaluation of our business, it became clear that we need to focus our resources and efforts to deliver great games to players now and in the future, end quote. Reuters reported on the memo earlier on Monday, and you can read the full email, which Amazon shared with The Verge at the end of their story over on TheVerge.com. As for Prime Gaming's free games, which you can access if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, quote, we've listened to our customers and we know delivering free games every month is what they want most. So we are refining our Prime benefit to increase our focus there, Hartman wrote. Uh, an Amazon spokesperson declined to share more specifics about what's changing. So, of course, like always, right, our hearts go out to the people who are of losing course. their jobs, right? And I hope All 180 of them. 180 people, right? It's always the thing where you want to say, hey, like, if you're some, somebody with the power of hiring in the industry, like, you know, look toward these people who are losing their jobs. But that's really hard to reinforce when this is 180 on top of the amount that, that Epic saw laid off, on top of the amount that we've seen from, like, many different studios in the industry, right? It's like these amount of, these amount of positions in the industry aren't available and so it's 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 tough to like even know what the encouragement or what the next steps yeah. are there. Um, but yeah, like I mean, this sucks. It's part of the ongoing story and all that. Um, my question is, what where does this put Amazon in the gaming sphere now? Because they were trying to make that push. You know, they, we saw them release New World. We saw them release Lost something, <laughs> the, the, the like action Arc? RPG. 
Lost Ark? Yeah, Is Lost Ark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we saw them release that. We saw them release and then unrelease Crucible. Um, yeah. And it feels like they were too confident in like, hey, we're Amazon. We got money. We got like, we got a platform. Hey, we'll, we'll, you know, enter into gaming and dominate the space. And they tried and... It's just been oh, failure. Oh, this is harder than we thought it would be. Yeah, like this is way harder than than, than you'd probably think it would be, right? Because yeah. like the people that are be, being successful in the space are place are Sony with PlayStation, Microsoft with Xbox, Nintendo with Nintendo. <laughs> like these companies that have been around forever and have taken the time to establish the platform, and now they got a hold on it, right? Yeah. Like I, you know, I'm down with anybody trying. I'm down with people like, especially if you're trying responsibly, right? Like I'm down for people adding new things into the space because i think the, i think variety is is great i think variety adds something but yeah when you're coming through as a big corporation and you're trying to throw money so you can get a foothold in the industry i think that is what that this is where that naturally leads you naturally lead to layoffs so it's an interesting argument that i want to keep clear right now right mm -hmm. is that we're not seeing layoffs at least this layoffs these 180 jobs from mm -hmm. what we're being reported in that division yeah. It isn't the people making the games, right? It is the side of Amazon slash Twitch that's trying to help promote games. When you have the Crown Channel, which uh, launched in 2019, has done a bunch of stuff with like Sancho West. I've seen him on it, and there's shows on there, and they're doing all these initiatives for it, let alone then this game growth, uh, closing its game growth effort that helps makers market their products, right, and refocusing prime gaming. So we're not talking about... Yeah, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not talking about. But there is Amazon Luna, and there is all the games they're making, like, and it's like what when it's like I'm, I'm definitely jumping it's ahead. That grim, of, grim Reaper ca the I, cartoon, right? Of all the blood coming out of the doors, and I'm about to yeah. knock on one of these. And that's ones. why I mean, I I think I'm jumping ahead because I think it is the domino effect. Like I think this is only the start of it sure. when I look at Amazon because I've never in the last four years, I, let's let's say since 2020, because I believe that was Crucible. Since then, like I've not had that much confidence in what Amazon's doing on the gaming side. Something like Luna. I think it's cool. Like we've played Luna and Luna is actually like pretty neat. Um, yeah, Luna but, works well and we enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, but when I look at the full picture of Amazon gaming, I just, I get worried, right? Because like, you know, okay, there's Twitch. Twitch has had its ups and downs, right? But overall, yeah. like, it's, it's a successful thing. Um, you know, like Amazon sells games. You have a platform. Obviously, like that is a platform that, that works. And the Amazon free games, that's a thing that works, right? But like, I feel like beyond that, the larger efforts that they've tried to make to actually have a presence in the industry, those are the things that feel like they fall flat. And like that's the that's the, the thing that I worry the most about. Is, when does that come for them? Yeah, when does that come for yeah the people that are actually making the games? And, and the this is the what we've seen over and over again in our industry, right? Is this explosive growth? This oh, let's get into all these different markets, these different verticals, right? And then when the money isn't there, it isn't on a return. And granted, with a 2019 launch of uh, uh, Crown Channel, right? That's a longer runway than most of these things get. But eventually you look at it like, is this bringing in the money? Is it not? And what it seems to me that they're saying, right, is like, cool, we tried to be actual content producers, right? Whether it be the channel, whether it be helping uh, game makers market their products, which is just like an ad team, right? That's for this or whatever it is. None of that's working. Cut it. Focus on prime gaming, right? You wonder then, yeah, as you look to Luna, all right, cool. Is are they, What returns are they actually seeing on that? How, what is the user base of Luna? Mm -hmm. Chat, are you using Luna? Sound off right now. Let me know. Like, yeah. that's I mean, thing actively I don't, using I don't know many people that are using Luna. I know zero. Yeah. I, I mean, we stream it because I, I, it is cool tech. It works really well. I use my Luna controller whenever Mike drags me into the lab to play something. Because yeah, I'm not using saying. one of these goddamn Xbox Elite controllers with 55 levers on it. Wait, you, wait, wait, wait. You're picking a Luna controller over an Xbox Elite controller? That's right. 
Don't need all those buttons. I was gonna say don't like need all those levers. I like the Luna controller a lot. Like that's like I have I keep it at home. I've not used it much, but like I look at it, and I'm like, one day I'm gonna use you because you're a great controller. But yeah. I'm not picking it up over an Xbox Elite controller. I am, I am, yeah. It works it works Wild. every time. <laughs> Sometimes the computer doesn't read a normal Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller. That Luna reads every time, so I do that. Fair enough. And so we do the things where it's like, oh, this is cool tech and the blah, blah blah. But then of course we go back to whatever we want to play, whether that be Andy with a a PC yeah. or me wanting to play on PlayStation or whatever it is, right? Like you just go to where it is. And so like, I just saw everybody go through and see no, but no, now they're all making fun of me, but uh, <laughs> that's actually good. Unique technique. Greg's a lunatic. I like that. That's really good. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't, nobody in there is saying, oh yeah, I play lunar or Luna every day or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting one of, yeah. When da, does that come is Amazon and everybody else continues to prep for the economic headwinds, the possible recession, the whatever, just trying to make more money. Make my more my other question for chat: Are you guys redeeming the Amazon free games? Because I see the I see the drops like every other week of hey, here are the free games coming to Amazon, and it's usually a very long list. And like a lot of those games seem cool, and like are games that are known. But I also don't know. I've not heard people that are out here like singing the praises of the Amazon free games. You got to be redeeming every month. Is that a thing y'all are doing? So if I can jump in for two things, uh -huh. what I do every time is diablo i like i will i went i i signed like right now it actually turns out that i missed this four tier skips i'm redeeming that right now right so i i made sure when diablo started doing their stuff that i was jumping in and getting it and then i would call out today you can claim uh, it's launch day too you can claim invincible presents adam eve yeah. that's a game i have been playing i talked about it in preview i've cooled a bit since the preview playing it i would give it right now probably i'm not done i'm i'm chapter four or five out of 10 right now, mm -hmm. uh, I would give it a three out of five. It's okay, but it's a good okay. okay. It's like, okay, cool. It's, it's a visual novel that I mean, I, my thing is I wish the choices mattered a bit more. I wish it was a bit more clear on what's going to advance the story and not do the thing. Like yeah. there's options. Stuff. These are all little things, but I do some neat stuff. I ain't chat, right? Like uh, probably a good half of the people, maybe a little bit less than half, but like people are saying that they do redeem the stuff, but also there are people like you that, where somebody's like, I don't redeem the games, but I get like the destiny. Yep, I was going to say right now there. I'm looking at what they have on uh, prime game. Remember, of course, if you have prime gaming, you have free Amazon subscription or a free Twitch subscription. We'd love it if you gave it to kind of funny games. Remember they do not remind you. Uh, so every 30 days you need to go in and do it yourself. But yeah, the destiny stuff I would see being a thing. So yeah, it's not so much about the games, right? As much as it is about the perks. Yeah. League of legends is in there. Lost Ark. Uh, on Smite, the, on the Warframe. invincible Adam Eve thing. Um, of course, invincible back in season now on yeah. Amazon. Um, I loved episode one, watched episode two. And then like, I, I've been listening to this weekly podcast um that like recaps and like talks about um well it has to talk about loki but loki's done now but like their marvel and superhero recap thing yeah, yeah. it's from it's the ringer if you know the ringer um and like the podcast is called the midnight boys um midnight boys. but i started listening to their recap of episode two yeah and i was like this doesn't sound like the episode i watched and then i realized that i didn't watch episode two of season two i watched the adam eve special which is like a standalone yeah, like, they Adam put an Eve hour episode. Long special, yeah, and I yeah, watched yeah. it and I was like, oh, we're doing like a standalone episode in Adam Eve. And I watched finished it. And I was like, oh, that was a great episode. And I went to listen to the podcast. I was like, oh, fuck. I got another episode to watch. Let's fucking go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, that episode made me a fan of Adam Eve. Good. I didn't, okay. I, didn't understand, I don't think I understood her powers fully yeah. in season one. So understanding that she just changes matter yeah. and like she can create matter and do whatever. That's a cool ass power. Rearrange molecules, yeah. Rearrange molecules. And that made me want to play the game. You should. Again, like I'm enjoying my time with the game. It's a, you know, low five beats to chill to visual novel with then turn-based combat in there and stuff. Mm. But it's like the combat isn't challenging. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm like really having to think about it, which isn't bad. And then, yeah, there's no voice acting or anything like that. So the stories oh. are happening. And so you're like, you're just check, you're clicking the dialogue boxes. And it's interesting as a fan of both the comics and, and the show, right? To, all right, cool. I'm going to steer her away from Rex Blood, right? Like in the, in the narrative I'm playing, they're not dating. They've never dated. So like, what does that mean? 
when things change up in the story and we get a little bit deeper and all these different things. So they're already dating Rex Blood. That sucks. He's hot though. You know, well, I mean, it's you know, they're high school people, right? So it's like at that yeah, point, they're not. Like, you got but, Invincible okay, Stadium. Okay, Mark standing right there. Okay, okay, though. Yeah. You just talked about it though. Mm -hmm. Mark in Invincible, very much blessing in high school, right? A dork, right? Collects comics, a little nerdy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Quiet. Mm -hmm. Then you got this Rexplode asshole guy. Of course, everyone wants to go. They always date the assholes in high school. Like, oh, come on. Like, do better. Do better. You know what? Stay away from Rexplode. Everybody stay away from Rexplode. But stay tuned right now for story number three on the Roper Report. Blessing recaps Nintendo Indie World. Yeah, I got what? the headline. <laughs> I got in at 8.55 um, a.m. today, which is way later than what I usually do. I appreciate you the call out a.m. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got at 8.55 a.m. The Nintendo Indie World started at 9 a.m. And so I was like, oh, I'll just put it on. It is right down the things. And I was like, I'm not going to make Greg sift through all this. I'll just I recap it myself. Um, but yeah, I'll just go through these. So we'll start off with Shantae Advance. Shantae. Um, it's an This one is interesting because it's an unreleased Shantae game that they were developing for the Game Boy Advance but never came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And like they finally got the team back together and they're like, hey, we're actually putting out this game now. So that got announced for 2024. Uh, this game, Core Keeper, got a trailer that's coming summer, summer 2024. Uh, on Your Tail was the next one. Uh, that is a 2024 timed exclusive that's coming through. I read the description on that one when it, I was seeing all this happen. I'm like, oh, a little detective thing, a mystery, yeah. adventure. <laughs> and I kept telling, I'm like, oh, they're cats. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to be a cat. Yeah, it was person. very. Like, I I started watching the trailer. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then very quickly on, I was like, this is a furry game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, cool. Um, we got Howl that's coming out later today. That one's also getting a, a demo. Um, the star named Eos, that is a narrative adventure game with photography as the theme. That's coming spring 2024. That's one where I was kind of like, oh, this could be a Greg game, but also it, it might be a bit too much at the same time, like a, a bit too in their bag to be a Greg game. What is, okay. Because it's like narrative, it's photography. It's that like, sound, so far sounded good. It, Barry, if you can find a trailer for the star named Eos and also a trailer for Backpack Hero because that was the next one. That is. These are two Greg games, maybe? No, Backpack Hero is a blessing game. Ah, yeah, it's a rogue, roguelike deck builder where you um you loot you where loot you find in the dungeon helps you rebuild your hometown oh that sounds dope and so like backpack, this is backpack hero this is backpack hero and what's funny is that this is what i keep asking for when i was talking about like yo bring back dark cloud bring back yeah, like yeah, yeah, a game yeah, where yeah, i go yeah, into yeah. a dungeon i collect loot and then i can use that loot to build a town um and did like, you ever play um the one i loved that um uh, Pulse of the lamb no 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 um, no moonlighter? moonlighter i never played moonlighter so is that good. what it is uh, I mean, you go into the dungeon, fight stuff, and then come back and sell the things you do in your shop that mm. you kill. And so you, you can make your shop better. You're not really changing. Yeah. I, I, really like, I, I really like that idea. I think I just need to find one that's like the right gameplay loop sure. for me. Sure. And this one looks like that, right? Like, I like the idea of building a town. Yeah. Because again, that like that really that very much harkens back to to Dark Cloud. Yeah, of course. And it being a deck builder too. Like I I played so much Inscription just for the roguelite um, deck building got aspect it. of it and had a lot of fun with it. Uh, but moving on though, Blade Chimera got a trailer. Star named Eos. I want to see this trailer too, Barrett. Uh, that's coming spring 2024. A Highland Song. Uh, this is a 2D narrative platformer where you hike in Scotland. This is another one that I would call a Greg-looking game. Okay, wait, uh, now hold on. This is a star named Eos. Yes. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah. Is uh, actually as you play this, let me see if I can find the description in the email because. Uh, why is it, why don't I see it in the email? I'm gonna control F it. I have to go deeper. I have there to go, go level deeper. Uh, the I'm star hacking. named Eels from Silver Lining Studio and Playism. Delve into a beautiful, hand-drawn panoramic world and immerse yourself in a first-person storytelling puzzle adventure game that explores photography and the ways we can capture the fleeting moments that shape our lives. Play as Day, a young photographer tracing the footsteps of, this, of his mother. 
Uh, find and collect <laughs> items. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> find and collect items filled with memories and help Day find the truth behind his mother's absence. <laughs> That's coming uh, to Switch Spring 2024. So yeah, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it is. Just that totally sounds pretty good. Thing. That sounds pretty good. I like I yeah. what you said there. Um, and then, yeah, the other one is Highland's Song. Bear, if you can bring up that trailer. And as you bring that up, I'll find the description for that. Hold on, Highland Song. Oh, god damn. This is pretty. Yeah, this is one from Inkle. Uh, guide, Inkle. <laughs> guide Moira as she runs, jumps, climbs, and scrambles her way forward in this narrative-led 2.5D platformer with rhythm action elements. The rhythm action might not be your Yeah, name. that's exactly where you started. You <laughs> lost me there. I was like, what uh, Journey through the peaks and valleys of the Scottish Highlands using hundreds of different routes and discover shortcuts and surprises along the way. Time is a factor as you try to reach the sea as quickly as possible with Jesus. rain, storms, and snow attempting to slow you down. Some valleys contain exciting music runs in which you must jump into the uh, in time to fast-paced Scottish music in order to progress quickly. A Highland song launches on Nintendo Switch on December 5th. Pre-orders begin today. It sounds funny. like a Barrett game. Yeah, it's funny I'm because like this. when I was watching the trailer, I didn't get any of the rhythm stuff. <laughs> I don't know how I missed that. They they sh they only show it for like a quick second. Yeah, and so maybe strike that off from the Greg thing. But the previous one, the photography game, it's a Greg. Regardless right if I play that one or not, she said in there, "I must be crackers." Uh -huh. Like she's crazy. I'm gonna start saying that. Barrett, uh -huh. make sure I start saying I must be crackers. I'm about to go crackers. Hey, Greg, I can you, see I'm gonna go crackers <laughs> on this guy. Can you do your first one right now? As much as I love Ghostbusters, I must be crackers. I like solid, it. solid. I like it. Uh, next up, we got Moonstone Island. That's another. Here's the thing. All right, this is another roguelike deck builder. Uh, roguelike. Oh, yeah, I wrote roguelike twice. <laughs> <laughs> where you come, where you come back and manage your community. The same exact description as the previous game. But like, I saw the previous one and I was like, this looks like my jam. And then I watched this trailer. And I was like, this one looks like a cartoon. I was like, I don't know if this is, if this is my jam. I mean, this isn't gameplay yet. I know, we, it's, it's I know that. Yeah, but you said it looks like a cartoon. Literally, well, I mean, like cartoon. the last trailer did not look that. Oh no, they both look not great. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, they both look indie. Yeah, in it's so indie like, world. This, but this one for me strikes. Of me course, as more... I just said it looks indie. So it's just so many. Somebody listening says, "Oh, it looks like the Last of Us, huh?" The fun fact: this is an Insomniac game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this almost strikes me more like a Stardew Valley type, oh. type situation in your community as opposed to building your town. It's more I like, like the visual style. This one more. Visual style looks cool, and then yeah, there was a part where they're like flying through the air in a little plane. Seemed cool. But, yeah. Okay. I'm a, I like this. I like this genre. I like that more people are messing around with the roguelites where you come back and do community stuff. Shout out Cult of the Lamb. Uh, next, next one we got is Death Trick Double Blind. That's coming 2024 with a demo out later today. Um, Outer Wilds Archaeologist Edition uh, was announced for Switch. That includes the Echoes of the Eye expansion. That's coming December 7th uh, with a physical version coming 2024. And then we got a montage uh, that had Planet of Lana. Enjoy the Diner, Heavenly Bodies, The Gecko Gods, which I played at GDC here at our showcase. Sure. And Gecko Gods, pretty neat. Like, that's one where you play as a gecko, and you're just, like, climbing around the world. And I had a surprisingly fun time with it. I was like, okay. yo, this is really cool for a game where I'm playing as a gecko. Um, I want to shout out Planet of Lana really quick, uh, just uh, for Switch players to pick that up. I think it's one of my favorite indie games this year. Oh, yeah. Dang. Yeah, the game is gorgeous. Um, yeah, Pass Part Out 2. Um, Urban Myth Dissolution Center and then Braid Anniversary Edition. Those were all shown off in the montage. And that was your Nintendo Indie World. Wow. Thank you. What a report blessing. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Number four on the Roper Report. Larian teases Baldur's Gate 3 Xbox and physical release news this week. We go to VGC where Tom Ivan writes, Larian Studio has teased plans to announce an Xbox Series X slash S release date for Baldur's Gate 3 and a physical edition of the game. Earlier on Monday, the game was nominated for eight prizes at December's The Game Awards. The joint 
most alongside Alan Wake 2. The joint most alongside Joint most, yeah. The, the joint most okay. nominated okay. games. Thank you. I, I was reading, like, the joint, like, you know, like... like like Let me tell you joint? about this joint. No, like you know, oh, like, uh, you know. oh yeah, this joint. Yeah. <laughs> you think well, VGC in Britain? That's like, why I was like, wait, what colloquial <laughs> term am I here? not familiar with? God, Got you it. think they're like, um, oh, what's her name? Valkyrie in Creed. That's such a deep cut reference. I'm sorry. Sure. Yeah, yeah but I, like, know, I, can, I know what you're talking Tessa about. Tessa Thompson yeah, yeah, yeah. in Creed, her character says the word joint a lot. Yeah. And people were like, why are you saying joint this much? That's crackers. As part of a larger message responding to the news, Larian signed off. Xbox fans and fans of physical media. Watch this space for a formal announcement. It's going to be a busy week, eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be my favorite emoji. Because it means so much. The side eye? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. eyes emoji where they're just looking off to the left. I love those, those emojis. Cool. Yeah, great. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 deserves to be on Xbox. What right, you... Mike? Something to play over there? Yeah. Is it com- like, they said it's coming this year, right? Yeah, they did say Mike that, said, yeah. yeah. They're aiming for December. Cool. I'll believe them. The Witcher, uh, the CD Projekt said the same thing last year. And we're, uh, we got to December, we're like, is this thing coming out? And Radic is like, we never said it's not. Like, it's coming out. And we're like, all right, cool. And then it came out, so. Crushed it. Yeah. I have no reason not to believe him. Uh, speaking of coming out, uh, I guess not <laughs> instantaneously. Oh, no, I didn't mean it that way. You know where I was. No, I know. To be clear, <laughs> no one's announcing their sexuality. <laughs> I just meant something that's coming out imminently slash now. <laughs> Number five, Game Awards has come to Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what do you know about Jeff that I don't know? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, do I need to look on Twitter? Do you just Sorry like- to get everyone's hopes up. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Keighley tweeted, for the first time ever, the Game Wars is live in Fortnite. Uh, join us to vote uh, and select the best user-created Fortnite island of the year. Uh, collect trophies to get an XP boost. And then there's this. And then there is, like, as we see him running around. First off, you can get the Game War. Dope. Cool. But then I don't, did I already miss it? Because the thumbnail has a Jeff Keighley character in there if i can get here it is for the first time oof we are buffer ring for the first time you think we can play as him that's what i'm saying that would be i sick want jeff keely in fortnite you have the model this should be super easy i would love to play as jeff keely in fortnite <laughs> mike is confused in the corner i want Wait, so like, can we wa- like, can we watch him host the full game awards in the? No, Fortnite, you're voting you in there. You're doing. I mean, maybe they'll announce that later. Yeah, because I would love that. I think that'd be really cool if I could just stand in Fortnite and just watch Jeff come on stage and like, <laughs> somehow they got it one for one where he's saying all the same lines. It'll it'll be just like the the prelude to the final Star Wars movie where we learned that Palpatine came back. Because like you know you know how they somehow Jeff Keighley has returned. You know how the kid um, at the end of the game awards came on stage and did yeah. the whole. I like. I imagine the same thing happening where like somebody like some troll like invades the stage and in Fortnite you're like what the fuck is going, is going on in here? That's funny. Like this thing really works. Holy cow. All right, that's cool. Cool. I like to see the game wars in Fortnite. Yeah, I think it's weird <laughs> and fun. Like yeah. it's weird in a fun way. Yeah. Uh number 6, the Sonic board game just got announced. This is Chris calling it a VGC. Really? This needs to be a news story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a new board game based on Sonic the Hedgehog has been announced. Sonic Roll released by Kess Entertainment in January 2024 and appears to be based on the Mega Drive/Genesis era Sonic games. According to the game's description, you take on the role of Sonic, Tails, Amy, or Knuckles and work together to overcome Badniks, clear stages, and defeat Eggman. The game is reportedly suitable for players aged 14 and over, likely due to the complexity of the rules rather than any questionable content. It takes 30 to 60 minutes to play. 
Uh, it's also playable by one to four characters, meaning Let's anyone go. who can't find teammates to play with will still be able to play it alone. <laughs> Let's go. We're winning. <laughs> just imagine me alone in, a dark, in my dark apartment, just playing the Sonic board you got game your by myself. Cider board and yeah. you're just rolling the dice. Right. You know what I mean? We're gonna take down Eggman. No. <laughs> No further information is available on the game, but those interested can sign up for updates on the game's official website. Sonic is like the only game franchises to have so many wins outside of games and so many L's in like when it comes to the actual video games. Like we can't put out a video game that's above a three out of five, but like the movie's doing great. We got a board game. We got a Netflix cartoon that's doing fantastic. Like shout out to Sonic fans. We're winning and losing at the same time. I Don't assume, show us. I assume there's going to be a let's play a, a stream when this happens. There I did get a text a or a slack from Tim saying, um, I think we should probably play this. And so uh, there's a good chance Ladies we're going to get a stream. My other thing Sonic though, bear, bring up the, bring up the image again of the, of the game, of the board game. Cause this shit looks complicated. No, there not the game, there. not let, this game. Well, let him kiss oh, first. The board game. Cause I hear this is the real reason. No, I need the Sonic. When you win, Sonic kisses somebody. God, no, no. Roll into these cheeks, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Jesus. That was crackers. <laughs> that was absolutely crackers. Oh, Why are there this many pieces to a Sonic board game? <laughs> Why does this look like the most complicated game in the world? How many die is that? Reportedly suitable for players age 14 and over, likely due to the complexity of the rules rather than any There's questionable like content. 11 different dice on the screen and then a bunch of pieces and a bunch of cards. I'm sure there's a board. Why are we going this complex? I didn't even count all the dices, actually, because there's some on the right that I missed, too. Yeah. You got red, you got black, you got blue, and then there's more red and blue at the top. Just Calm like, down. Some pogs. Well, I, I think they wanted to properly adapt Sonic video games by overcomplicating the fuck out of it. You know? I can't say anything because you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven on the Roper Report, Persona developer Atlas is raising average annual salary by 15%. This is Chris Kerr at Game Developer. Persona and Shimagane Tensei developer Atlas will raise the base salary of new new graduates by 300,000 yen, uh, approximately $2,000 in American money, uh, and the average annual salary of uh, all employees by 15% in April 2024 to become more competitive in the global stage. A press release run through Google Translate notes the company wants to ensure it can attract and retain talent as it promotes global expansion by creating an environment where employees can perform the best of their ability through stable income. Quote, as a result of this revision, the starting salary for new graduates will increase, like we said, to 300,000 yen, average annual up by 15%. Additionally, due to, strong, uh, due to strong overseas business development, starting in fiscal 2021, we will be paying performance bonuses funded by worldwide profits, the press release reads. Atlas said its, its projects have garnered worldwide recognition in recent years and that it must make a major revision to its compensation structure in order to strengthen its sales performance and the ability to develop and support franchises. Uh, the Japanese publisher had already increased his annual average salary by 5% in April 2023, but now feels the time is right to slap another 15% raise on top of it. Oh yeah. It's like in in this era, I guess, that when the season that we're in where we're seeing lay all off, these lay layoffs, layoffs, layoffs. Layoff. Like, it's so nice to get good news, right? Of like, hey, yeah, like we're seeing success. Like we want to encourage people to work here. We want to encourage like our workers to feel enabled to be able to work here and continue to be here. Let's, you know, up that, um, the amount of money they're making. Hell yeah. RPG you, Saint says $2,000 is worth a press release. And then this emoji, 
everyone's getting fucking laid off. Yes, if someone's going to do something nice for their employees, yes, it's worth a press release. And that's that's $2,000 again like the they the translate uh translation is a little weird. That $2,000 seems like for a bump up for newer employees. They call them like new graduates, new graduates which yeah. I'm not entirely sure, but then the average annual salary of all employees is going up by 15%. So, yeah. 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 That's like, yeah, that's a that's crazy huge, amount. That's man. That's Good for really, them. Good job, Atlas. Uh, number eight and final on the Rope Report, Bandai Namco names Nintendo-focused teams Studio 2 and Studio S. This is Jeffrey Rousseau over at GamesIndustry.biz. Bandai Namco has unveiled Studio 2 and Studio S, a new internal development studio that will collaborate with Nintendo on game projects. The cohort of developers has been working on commissioned Nintendo projects for some time now. Their credits include... Nintendo Switch games, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Mario Kart 8, and ARMS. As translated by uh, Google, a statement on the studio site said, Bandai Namco Studio Second Studio... <laughs> Bandai Namco Studio Second Studio slash S Studio has been an in-house studio specializing in commission <laughs> development projects. As a group of professionals who do not compromise on quality, we will continue to create titles of world standards, end quote. The developer site also shared statistics on its team, which said among its staff of 152, 32% are new graduates. Meanwhile, 22% of Studio 2 and Studio S's developers are women, and 78% are men. Cool. You see Barrett try to get you in the thing? Way too late. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I know. I, was I, I, I lost where, where you were, and I was studio, like, Studio, oh. studio, yeah. studio. A lot of studio in there. I'm learning a lot about graduates today. Is that like... I, 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 I feel like... I, I want to like learn about like what is like why is this like a like a thing like is this like a um like is it is it more normalized to like graduate from school and then go directly into working at a like a, dev a development job I guess that's the same thing in the Western too but it's interesting to hear them like talk about it as like oh yeah and like you know this is how many new graduates we got working sure here. um I think that's cool or fascinating um but also yeah like it's interesting to see them put names to the studios that are working um, with third parties specifically Nintendo because. If you've kept up, like, you've been able to identify, oh, yeah, like, Nintendo's working specifically with Bandai Namco on these specific kind of games, the article list, Smash, Mario yeah, yeah. Kart, ARMS. Uh, and so much, like, I, I think this goes with a lot of the Nintendo side of things where I, it's hard for me to be, to identify the Nintendo studios because they keep things a bit close to the chest and secretive. And so I'm like, man, I can't tell you when a new Mario Odyssey is coming out or a new 3D Mario is coming out because... I don't even know the studio working on it, right? Yeah, Tim Gettys yeah, can tell yeah. me because he's more in tune. Um, loser. But I like I like getting names to the things because I think that allows us to understand the inner workings of the um, company a bit better. For sure, yeah, and track it a bit and understand yeah. it, and also give recognition to the people who are working there. They're not just in some giant pool of Namco Bandai developers. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait to see what Studio Two and Studio S do next, but that's so far away. Bless, if I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah! Out today, Hogwarts Legacy comes to Switch. Invincible presents Adam Eve comes to PC and again is free with Prime Gaming, which also gives you a sub. Give it to us on Twitch.tv. Kind of Funny Games, they don't let it auto-renew, so you gotta do it every other day. <laughs> Turok 3, Shadow of Oblivion Remastered, comes to all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, Switch, and PC. Broken Roads is on PC. Broken Home. 
Papa Roach. Uh, Karma Zoo comes to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, and Switch. Uh, street uh, or Streety or Street War Early Access comes to PC. And Farming Simulator 22 Platinum Edition comes to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, and S. New how, date. How oh. much would you credit WWE for your Papa Roach knowledge slash love? Not no really no because I think Papa Roach was just like that was like on Q one hundred and one that was like a thing back okay. then in the that genre of music I think when you look at like Creed and like when you mm. think of like the you know just everything like when WWE would set the, their stuff to there maybe no no Limp Biscuit was a nice crossover I think in terms of like Limp Biscuit was already dominating TRL mm. but then when they got into WWE that was a different thing yeah I had a weird I had, for like a month I had a three days grace era because of Smackdown versus Raw. Yeah. And I was listening to a lot of Three Days Grace. And like one day I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Wait, I, you said Three Days Grace and I thought you were talking about uh, Three Doors Down. You remember Three Doors Down, oh, uh, yeah. Greggy? Oh, yeah, Kryptonite. God. What an era of I music. Walk around the world to ease my troubled mind. I left my body lying somewhere in the sands of time. I <laughs> watched the world claimed, to Greg, the dark side of the moon. <laughs> Well, come on. And then they had that song in a, in a American Pie 2, right? Mm. If I could be like that. What did Three Days uh, Grace I do? would give anything. Oh, man. It's been so. They have like a song called Animal I Become. Um, OG Q101. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the most popular song is. I'll look it up. A new dates for you. Uh, Wizardum postpones chaos purging action to November 29th uh, on Steam Early Access. Game battles, platform, and services shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, Wizard Dump. And I'm like, all right, cool. And like, they even had to go fucking put like some punny shit in there. Fucking, we're delaying the game. We still can't just say it's like chaos purging. And then I'm like, game battles. Never heard of this thing. I'll just shut it down. All right. January 15th, Cross Blitz actually launches November 29th in Steam Early Access. Deals of the day for you. Gunbrella is $11.99 on GOG. Gunbrella. I mean, yeah. I know it's been a year, but like previews of that game made it seem like it was going to be a fucking thing. And then I feel like it came out and no one talked about it. Yeah, I think it's, it's because Overshadow. of the year. Yeah. It's also like the same kind of... Um, I'll put it in the same bag as their previous game, which I cannot recall. The, Gato Robato. I put it in the same okay. bag as Gato Robato where it's like, oh, this is neat. Oh, this is really good. But it's also so small and so niche that yeah. it's not really breaking out into something. Yeah. I also, yeah. like, I played like the first two hours and I thought it was like, it was fun enough. Yeah. 81 on uh, Metacritic right now. Should have got it for the fantasy draft. Looking at it. Yeah, it's, I'm getting served just whatever random ad, and it's like one of those like, what the fuck is this for? Yeah, is this a, a oh, lady? They took oh, it away. It was, gone. It was a lady, yeah. and she was giving me some eyes, but it was yeah, like a surgery. What surgery? Did she get it or am I getting it? It's your cookies, you know. But I, I, but that was not me. I don't uh -huh. know what star surgical is or S T A R R surgical is. But I, I have been talking about a vasectomy a lot, so they're probably. I want to get a vasectomy. Huh? You want to get a vasectomy? Yeah, me and Nick want to do it together as content. Okay. Or maybe do each other's. Okay. Like I, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, kind of funny podcast is fun. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to squad up. This is where one of you writes into kindoffunny.com slash KFGD, where of course you leave your questions for the day's news, but you could also squad up where you tell us your name, platform of choice, and why you need help. Today, Dan needs help on PS4 Rocket League. Uh, his PSN is Grateful Dread 13. G R A T E F U L D R E D one three. 
Really tired and frustrated with random team-ups. I'd love to squad up with some kind of funny best friends and hopefully be able to build a decent team. I'm in Oregon, 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 Oregon. Uh, and usually play midday to late evening. Hit me up. Grateful Dead 13 is my PSN. Thanks all. Looking forward to hearing from some best friends. If you want to play Rocket League on the PlayStation 4, I'm not sure if it's crossplay, is it? Cross? Anything? Oh, play Rocket League? Yeah. Yes. Oh, for anyway. sure it is, yeah. Well, Grateful, Grateful Dread. It's all spelled weird, but I'm it's, not going to. It's in the description. Is that how the Grateful Dead spell it too? G-R-A-T? Yes. Huh. Yeah. Why? Wow. Three Days Grace would never do that. Uh, let me look into it. I feel like this is something my dad would have told me when I was like six years old and I just did not care. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. No, no, we need a full stop. We need a full stop. Because I'm a fucking idiot. What a- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this how is this how the fucking Grateful Dead spell it? Mm. What a bunch of morons. Oh no, it's because my version of Grateful isn't a word. Oh. <laughs> Remember, G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L is not a word, so it has no meaning. Damn. I don't use so I'm not grateful funny. for much. You know what I mean? So I don't, <laughs> I don't use it. How you spell the word. It is That's weird. Really whenever funny. I look at Just the looked band. at it. I looked yeah. at it, you know. So Dan, I apologize. <laughs> grateful Dead, I apologize. All the deadheads. Fucking stoned out of their gourd right now, trying They're to come in. So fucking stoned. My dad can do attest to it. That's but it, crazy. It I, weird. It, when I look at the band name, it never looks like it's spelled correctly. It's fucking. And up. that's the thing. Looking at Grateful Dread, I was like, this doesn't. This can't be right. Because I'm like, why would why would I be grateful like a great in the road? You know. <laughs> I get it. The English language is weird. Yeah. I, do you ever have those times where you write the and you're like, that, I didn't write that right, and you're like, I did. Yeah. No, I, no I'm you not don't, but you. I appreciate I you with me. I appreciate you're with me on it. I'm always, you're, it's always helpful. Uh, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames to write into kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Uh, Steph Flo says, broken roads, broken roads, uh, did not release today. It was actually recently delayed by the devs to next year. So, toss it on the pile of games like Wizardum in game battles. Rest in peace. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week, Dan, a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, of course, be part of the show for free at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. But why not head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. There, of course, you get each and every episode ad-free. You could support this independent operation living the dream in San Francisco. You could get more than 400 bonus pieces of content. You could get the shirtless Spider-Man shirt. You, of course, could watch them do the next-gen podcast takeover of the Kind of Funny podcast this very afternoon live before we have to edit out anything horrible Barrett says. However, if more Kind of Funny Games Daily is your jam, it'll be back tomorrow. Your host will be Blessing and Andy. Thursday, Blessing and Tim. Friday, Tim and Blessing. Right now, we're going to go do a post-show where we answer your YouTube super chats. So Mike's going to join us for that. We're going to hang out. And remember, if you're buying anything on the Epic Game Store, use the creator code KINDOFUNNY on checkout. Uh, we get stuff and it doesn't cost you anything, and it's a great time. Until next time, Michael Jones, cool it. Two things about vasectomies. Yeah. Firstly, I I I can't tell if you're joking about doing it or not, but if I'll you are, get one eventually. If, okay, I'll just say because I think it's honorable as a man to get a vasectomy. Like I, the fact that you're taking it upon your own self is not. not well, like, I mean, it's such a procedure honorable. for a woman. You that's, know what yeah, I mean? That's like, a, yeah, and that's what I'm saying, right? Like I think most of the time when we think about birth control, we try to push it onto the woman. Sure, yeah, do, yeah, yeah, for right. Sure. So like for a, a man to do, I think that's good. But the second, secondly, this is this is my education, not like yeah, sure, sure, right? sure. When you get a vasectomy and like you nut. Is it like dust? 
Is it? No, it goes right. womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking like Looney Tunes bang sign comes out. <laughs> no, there, I. Uh, I'm not gonna get any of the medical terms right. There's no, you're, you're not. There's no sperm in it. Okay. So you're still, you're still have ejaculate, but you're not like. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm getting the terms wrong. Yeah, you still got fluid. That's right. That's right. Okay. No seminal fluid. No, just seminal. So still seminal fluid. No sperm. There you go. Okay. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Somebody said okay, bye, but it went too fast. Like, come on, we're all we're all adults here, right? I'm sure some of you are kids. Yeah, this is a medical conversation. Well, you know? you know we're not I mean? just out here spewing. The just nothing left and right. Yeah, <laughs> we're not <laughs> mouth nutting to nothing. You know what I mean? About like, no, it's yes, like, not. It's no nut November. You gotta, you gotta stay strong, bro. I forgot yeah, our one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the heck is good? Welcome everybody to your Super Chat oh Post Show with me and your two incredible show hosts. We got a fun one for you today because we're talking about nothing and we're talking about pretty much anything you want to talk about. So Super Chat away with your questions, comments, and concerns. And of course, if you resubscribe at the tier one through three level, we'll we'll read. Your resubscribe messages. Marco's in chat. It's still, it's still cream bless. Just no soldiers. That's oh. good. That's a good way to put it. Okay. I love soldiers as the term for it. I have some fun stuff for us to talk about. I don't know if you guys gave the updates, but I do want to just highlight a moment that we're currently living in, Greg. I know this doesn't really pertain to you because you just play walking simulator games, but oh, I do want to highlight man. a moment for the world out there. We right now are living in a world where OG Fortnite is back. Yeah. OG COD maps are running the streets, mm. and now Halo 3 is back, baby. So you have a number of Halo 3 maps now back in Halo Infinite. Did you know that? Oh, no, that's, that's huge. pretty cool. That's huge. Big, no, big news for all of you. So pretty special. We're all living back in like 2007, 2017 oh, yeah. with Did OG Fortnite. Uh -huh, yeah, just dropped today. Oh, shit. So pretty special, all of you out there. You can catch me in Halo Infinite. We can play some of that. But special Halo 3 maps <laughs> now back. And OG Fortnite. It's pretty fun. I like OG Fortnite. I yeah. like the OG COD maps actually a lot, a lot. I, I really want to play the, this Halo thing. Oh, man. I was never a big Halo 3 person, but like I want to live that like, I, I, I want to live the nostalgia of other people, right? I like like I want to hop in with Rihanna and Danny or whoever and, and like, you know, get high their baby, them. their newborn. And their newborn baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Let's jump into some of the super chats. Norman writes in and says, I just happened to find a backbone for half off this weekend. I forgot it was normally $100. That makes the portal seem reasonably priced. Oh, yeah, okay. You think the portal is reasonably oh, priced? Oh, yeah. Now I that you and Bless have had it for a week, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, are you guys feeling like, oh, yeah, this is right where it should have been? There's a great review up, uh, obviously, from Bless and the team for my uh, top-level stuff is I want to get into on PS. I love you. Yeah, I think it's. I think it justifies the price. As somebody who used my back, uses my backbone, loves my backbone, mm -hmm. has now replaced my backbone with the portal. Like, I wouldn't look back. I think the quality of the controller, the quality of the screen, the size of the screen. Yeah. Like, I think it's well worth it for a hundred bucks. But like one of the things you guys talked about in the games cast that I thought was great. You know, one of the questions is was like, eh, should I do it? And it's like, I, for me, remote play, like I talked about, it, I think on the unboxing, right? Remote play is so like uh, me as a kid, when I wanted to get into a musical instrument or a new hobby or whatever, where it's like, go to lessons do the thing. We're not buying the piano right away. Like, do you actually like this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right now, fucking bust out your controller and sync it to your phone and be like, is your performance good in your house? Is this working? Like da, da, da. Uh, and if that's the call. thing of like, okay, then you can take those incremental steps where I played the balls off of my backbone. So I, of course, knew yeah. that like, oh, this thing seems like a souped up version of that. Like, yeah, I'm going to use this all the time. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the, it's the thing about price where it's, it, it's all relative to what you're willing to pay. Yeah, right. And like for is $200, I believe. For the two hundred dollars for the for a PlayStation, I believe so. Yeah, two hundred. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. For that, like, 
hey, are, is is what they're presenting is that enough? Like, is is that enough for you to to, to pay that price? Because like it all it all is very clear of what it is. That's why I was I talked about on the review like of how fascinated I am with how interested people are in PlayStation Portal. Like we get so many views on Portal content. Yeah, and it's like it's just remote play, but it's the hardware that is you know allowing you to do that. It's the Same. best. It's the best hardware for remote play. Yeah. Um, but like, if you're somebody who's going to use that, and if you're somebody who finds value in that, then yeah, it's worth the two hundred dollars. If you're somebody who's like on the fence about it, then I'd say, yeah, probably not. Like, yeah, play remote play with your phone. See how that works for you. See if that feels like a main way you want to play PlayStation. And from there, yeah, like do the thing where you test it out and then buy it. But it's hard. It's hard for me to want to sell somebody who's not into remote play on buying PlayStation Portal because that's all it is. Yeah. It's a yeah, it's totally as Andy I think you said in the games cast, right? Like it's the most your mileage will vary. Like, are you actually remote playing? How is your internet? Like, what is your use case for? What kind of games do you play? There's so mm -hmm. many things in there, but I Yeah, like that you said, test it out first, yeah. right? I it's reminded of when I got into the community rock climbing. Oh yeah. And it was day community. one and I said, Why would I rent gear when I could just buy, buy the whole all. thing? Buy so all. I bought my harness, I bought my chalk pack, I bought my shoes, bought my year long membership because I was ready to commit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And oh, that's yeah. what you do. With things. You doing the one down in the mission over there? Oh no, that was up in Tahoe. Oh, I haven't okay, gone okay. back, you know. Uh, Jen and I had a similar thing where, like, she had already gone a few times and then took me, and I was like, "This is great," and we yeah. never came back. <laughs> oh, how, how often do you go? I don't go anymore. Never, no, never goes. But like, yeah, did, no. did you go when you? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. We had a great time. We were probably going twice a week. It was a fun time. Oh yeah. I've always wanted to try rock climbing. I, I think you should give it a try. Yeah. I hear there's a really cool bouldering spot here. Uh, a little bit easier to get into than you don't need the harness and all that yeah. jazz. But I'm saying you say the word, try. you send some links to Kevin. He'll put the climbing things in the yeah. wall. Oh my he God. would 100% so do that. It's right. Bouldering, what happens if you fall? You die. Uh, you fall onto a mat. Because it's not as high as rock climbing, but it's still like anywhere between 10 to 20 feet. It's not like super high, but like yeah. you are falling directly down onto a mat. So you got to learn scary. how to fall. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it's not good for your knees and ankles eventually, you know. Yeah. Kevin Asex says, Mike, you should tell them why you stopped rock climbing. Uh, it's a horrific accident that I don't want to share on the stream right now. Okay. <laughs> Don't want a baby. Uh, Joshua, <laughs> Joshua A writes in with a dollar super chat. So thank you, Joshua. Squid Kuma writes in and says, Greg, can you play PC games on the portal? No, this is a device for adults, not weirdo freaking pervert man children. All right. This is just giving you your, per your pure PlayStation goodness. Okay. I don't want I like this. That. I, I like don't want that. this. That's fine. CJ writes in and says, the TGA has the potential to be one of the greats with so many big studios, all like Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, Capcom, etc., not having a 2024 schedule announced. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's the idea, right? Of like, is PlayStation ready to announce? How much are they actually releasing in 2024? Is mm. it the fact that Ghost 2 and Sony Ben's game and whatever are, and Wolverine are, 2025, 2026, further out, then you wouldn't get that here if they weren't there. And then Microsoft's a different ball of wax. Obviously, they'll have a. Oh, you're saying like potential to be like one of the best of like not only the awards, which are great this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm we're totally about announcements. announcements. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you would think Xbox has some heat, right? Like, you think for sure Hellblade has to be there, yeah. right? This is the place where they announced Hellblade. This is the place where it's like, hey, we're, we're at the finish line of Hellblade. It is time to put a date on it. Seems like a great spot for it. At least some strength from Microsoft there. Is Hellblade the big Microsoft game 2024? Give me Fable. In my mind, yeah. That's mm -hmm. currently announced. Right? Like, I don't think I don't think Avowed personally is bigger than Hellblade. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think... I you think, know what I mean? Yeah. And I see that. Like, I, it's, it's that weird thing where 
what if Fable was ready, I would think Fable would be the big one, right? But like, I think Hellblade, I think has the potential to be one of the biggest games yeah. of the year if it comes through and it hits on that major level. It's very fascinating coming into it and like coming off of Hellblade One, which is a game that I adore, but also isn't a game that took the world by storm, right? Like it's not one that's like everybody is is on the edge of the seat for the next Hellblade game, right? But it's one that I hope we're I hope we're able to create that hype for the next one because it's really good and like I think that studio is really talented. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right. Like we could get a, a Hellblade there. Um, I would say from PlayStation, either a Death Stranding two trailer. It'd be really cool to see yeah. that get announced for 2024. 100%. That and maybe a Wolverine trailer. But I think I think from PlayStation would get one or the other. I don't think PlayStation's forking up two different games. Um, but also, there's games like Concord. <laughs> there's games like Hell Divers. Actually, is around the corner, so I could see a Hell Divers trailer there. Um, but I also wouldn't expect much that is second half of 2023. I think the way these things usually work is like I think Game Awards kind of helps fill out what's coming in the first half, and then like E3 season or Summer Game Fest is where we start to understand what's coming out in the second half. And so I, I guess I'm more so curious on what is near, what's happening soon that um, people are ready to talk about. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like Final Fantasy is right around the corner. Sure. That's in February. Uh, Do we get another Final Fantasy hype moment? Pixelated you know? Soul says, "Give me a Monster Hunter uh, World Two premiere." That's a great call. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because what they're saying, like at the end of this fiscal year, they're going to have a game that a big one is yeah. going to outsell every other game that they've ever made. Ever it's a me. BT too. says Suicide Squad update. Man, I hope they just come God. out and say we're done. Uh, have you seen that? This one <laughs> they're doing something, our, right? This one under our radar yesterday, but they're I doing like it. a podcast series or some shit leading into it. Oh, the Suicide man. Squad one. Yeah. Nice. No. We'll check it's that out. February, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same day as Persona Three Reload. You can yeah, take a guess. We're, we're streaming. That we'll be playing that. I call Don't King Shark. Exactly. <laughs> Just um, Tom. We'll see Princess Peach yeah. Showtime. Oh, okay. I hope so. I, I really want. Okay. I, I'm Ooh, excited for that game. Like That'd that. be a fun one. I don't know if that's a big enough one that Nintendo would like, I don't know, feel the need to give that to. I mean, right now it's their big game in 2024 because they ain't got nothing else mm -hmm. announced. As far as we know. As far as we know. Just Tom has resubscribed with Prime Gaming for 14 months and says, Greg, the word grateful has the same root as the word gratitude. Yeah. Nothing to do with great. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Term Termite04 writes in and says, are there plans for an in-person meetup before or after the Game Awards? I'm going for my brother's 40th birthday, and I'm dying to meet y'all. Uh, absolutely fucking not. Uh, but it's, yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. Around. No, there aren't. Uh, you know, our schedules are actually really packed for Game Awards, both before and after in terms of meetups and parties and uh, meetings. Uh, however, uh, you know, what will security be like this year? Unknown. Nobody knows. Uh, but in the years past, you have been able to come meet me in the aisle way, which always makes me feel really cool. Cause it is that Phil Spencer has to like shuffle around us to get past uh, like Reggie has to go. By, and I was like, who's this idiot? That always makes me feel good. And then also makes me rub it in Jeff's face. You know what I mean? Nice. Let me on the stage, idiot. That put me in Fortnite. I mean, they, they did put you on stage eight years ago. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Phil feels like you have a fucking job because of it. That. You know what I want? Mean? Thank you. Years ago. Is that true? I respect it. I love it. Yeah. 2015. Wow. I love what he did for the industry. I love time. his speech. He's been a great dude. His speech. Don't suck up to him. Like. Shout out to. Oh, I, I I like had the name. Come to you. I lost it. I want to say Victoria, and I know it's not Victoria. Okay. Mm. Come back. She is a secret. Joseph Ferris for being so fun at the Game Awards every year. 
Can you give me any context for what woman you're thinking? Oh, no, the woman that you thanked on stage during oh, the speech. Oh, uh, uh, Victoria? No, not no, Victoria. No, stop not saying Victoria. it. Nicole Tan. Nicole Tan. <laughs> if close. everybody keeps saying Victoria, what, I'm never going to get was like, I, I was thinking of our friend Victoria Tran, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that I was makes mixing sense. the tan. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abraham writes in and says, Barrett, thoughts on the new Blink album? Uh, it's fantastic. I really like it. Go to... Uh, my Instagram at Sad Boy Barrett to get the exclusive, uh, the biggest exclusive Instagram video series on Instagram, uh, Blink One Eighty Two, and review to get my full thoughts. Oh, but I, th- I thought it was a great comeback. Bander SN says, "Last year I met Greg in the Game Awards aisle, and then turned around and met Phil Smitzer." Boom. Now again, will security be that light this year? We'll find out. Two we'll find greats. out. But that is what you could do last year. Nobody will be up there. No, there will be no issues this year at the TGAs. Yeah, that I believe. But I, there will be saying, no issues. I'm I believe that no one's rushing the stage. None of that's happening. Yeah, I, that I wonder happen. what that looks like, though, from, hey, how are they Are they sectioning us all off? Is there security stopping me at the top of the aisle to check whatever ticket I have? Like Because before, you could have been in the nosebleeds, walked all the way down to the front row, yeah, met Reggie, and walked mm-hmm. all the way back to your thing. That's wild. Yeah. That's not okay. <laughs> Live to Die writes in with the $5 Super Chat says, do you think Sony will release a Portal Edge with the OLED screen, Bluetooth, internal storage, etc. if sales go well? Also, give me that new NCAA. Go ah! Ducks! I love the idea of Woo! edging on the go. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think that the Portal is going to sell fine. I think it's going to sell to people like me that want remote play like that. And I think what you're talking about, especially when you get to internal storage is talking about a whole different ball of wax. That will be, would be more of a Vita two than it would be a portal two. I agree. Yeah. I, I think internal storage might be a step too far. I could see a portal OLED version, but I also think that would hinge on how well does the portal base sell. And I don't know if it's going to sell. It's, it, it's got to sell so well to then be like, all right, cool. We can get another hundred dollars out of these people. Yeah, exactly. And I don't see that happening at that point. Figure out, especially at this life cycle, a portable PS5, a Switch PS5, a Steam Deck PS5. Yeah. Which would be dope. That would be dope. That's what we all want. Momo writes in and says, Mike, I got a problem. I was up till 3 a.m. last night playing that Suica video game. We're addicted to the fruit game. Did you I've heard that? about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's big right, right now. The watermelon, it's right? It's so much fun. You got to get double is. watermelon. Uh, we streamed it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Give it a look. $2 on your uh, Nintendo Switch Ooh. eShop. Very fun. Addicting game. You would like it, Greg, because you like those match three games. I think yeah, you would buy it. I do. With I this. do like those. I do like those. Can't believe the snub that DC Heroes and Villains didn't make. <gasps> Best mobile game at Game Awards. Oh, wow. How, but of course, this is the jury that thinks Dave the Diver is an independent thing. So, of course. Oh, I mean, so we're on much. that jury. But and they put Dead Island 2 for Best Action Game. That did crack me up, too. <laughs> Idiots. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> that's crackers. That is crackers. That is crackers. <laughs> Uh, Devante writes in and says, Greg, how do I survive the newborn stage of my son's life? Oh, you enjoy it. Embrace it. It's a fun time. It, you know, depending on how many kids you have, it might, you might never be back there again, or it'll be a while. So you're back there and you only get maybe one, two, three shots at it or whatever. It's not that bad. You embrace being tired. Hopefully you have a good paternity leave. You're pr- maybe you're in a civilized country. That's not the United States. So you get like a year off and have fun with it, but mm-hmm. it's a fun time. I, I miss it, it at times. I'm looking at the Suiki game and I definitely saw a generic version of this on TikTok. Somebody sure. like an yeah, ad. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it that fun? It's fun. I mean, I, they Kevin, played it for hours. Yeah, they we were, played it for three. We played for almost four hours and lost our minds. Holy yeah. cow! They were debating on whether to stream for like the entire day yesterday because they were having so much fun. Heck yeah! Indie game of the year. Uh, Say Chalet right Came out in. two years ago, I believe. It says, "Can I get a Honkai update? New character? I've not touched it since oh. launch. Yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah." 
I mean, I've just been busy with other games. Also, mm-hmm. it didn't capture me. Like, it was... Yeah, I, 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 wanted I was to really hoping this was going to capture you like the other one did. Yeah, I, for me, it almost... I was almost getting, like, PTSD from Genshin. Because so much of it feels like Genshin and looks like Genshin to where yeah. I'm like, oh, am I just about to play more Genshin again? And then I just bumped... I, I popped out. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's been tickling your fancy lately? Anything special before we go? Special... What's that guilty pleasure game right I was, now? Well, not a guilty pleasure. I mean, I've been playing the Adam Eve thing. I already talked about that yeah, a little uh-huh. bit. I mean, the guilty pleasure has been Diablo on the portal. Love that. Get back in there. Good for you. See what's up. You know, but then I'm always in the, am I doing my eternal character? Am I doing my seasonal yeah. character? hate that. I want to chase the eternal. I still want to, I think, I think Diablo has proven it will be here many a year. It so it is be. a platinum for me. So it is, I should do more work on the oh. eternal character to work on that. Mike, what's your guilty pleasure right now? Uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I've been really enjoying jumping back into the GTA games, three through San Andreas, and reliving those opening scenes that you remember so, so well. And uh, yeah, it's fun to be back in Vice City. The music, the opening of grabbing a motorcycle for the first time is really, really cool and special, right? Because you didn't have that in three. Uh, Just a fun time all around to go back Are you playing the remastered versions? Yeah, I am. I actually, I'm one of the few that really enjoyed the remastered versions. They're fun. If you look past the flaws, they're Uh fun. Yeah, because I was someone who used to play the backwards compatible titles, right? And that's Mm -hmm. like playing the OG. And they're like, that didn't look good. Sure, they played fine, but like, they didn't look good. So I love the facelift that it got. And so, yeah, I'm happy to jump back into what they did. I'm blessed to live in a world where they gave us back a updated Grand Theft Auto 3 through Vice City. I, yeah. Those are my dream games. I love them. Glenn Stott says, Greg, if you want to boost on the Uber Lilith trophy for your Eternal character, let me know. I do, Glenn. Email me. Boost Email em. us. Let's stream it. We'll get Greg and you together. Have some fun. It's Greg and Glenn. Oh, double G. Tearing it up their crackers today. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen the clips of people mod GTA San Andreas and turn it into Spider-Man? And yes. so, like, they're playing a CJ, but they're swinging <laughs> yeah, through San Andreas. Yeah, so that weird. shit's cool as fuck. It's bro. wild because they do the animations where, like, they're doing the car chase. And so, like, they land on the car, grab the guy out of the passenger seat, That's throw awesome. him, and then, like, do the thing where they stop the car. And it's like, it's all CJ and San Andreas graphics. Wait. Yeah. Hilarious. What a fun time. Uh, hey, chat. We are going to get out of here for Kind of Funny Games Daily today. Thank you for joining us for your post show, writing into your two lovely show hosts for fun questions. It's been crackers all day, but guess what? Now you get Mike and Andy being best friends on the virtual golf course. We got our what? Meta Quest 3, and we're jumping in to play some golf plus together and just spend time together. Hit the it's going to be a really good one. We'll see you all over there. Goodbye.